Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bit Effect. Today is part two of Yakuza Like a Dragon. So grab your favorite baseball bat, find a homeless man, and listen together. Hit the music, Craig. Pump up the jam. Pump it up, pump it up. Thank your feet. Up. Pump up the jam. Pump it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Are we all done? <laughs> to meet it at the bottom line. Make my day, make my day, make my, make my, make my day. I haven't heard that song in like 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I don't even remember it going like that. I just remember pump up the jam, pump it up. Oh, no, no. Craig had it pretty spot right. on. Yeah, I remember that. With me to discuss the story, the characters, and all the other little spoilery bits that we couldn't on episode one are my good friend Craig. Hello. Mike. Who's a? <laughs> and we we always used that. <laughs> and I was Luke. hoping Craig wouldn't use it. <laughs> uh, hi. Sorry, Mike. Mike stole my thunder. <laughs> Technically, high is probably a reference to every Yakuza game. Somebody probably says it in every one of them. Oh my god. But they All take, right, so take 10 we talked about to walk across the screen before they... <laughs> We talked about the incredibly long walk cycles, which we didn't actually talk about, but uh, please change that. Uh, we talked about all the mean? mechanics. Like, what does long the... walk cycles mean? It's not like Daddy Longlegs. Yes, it's like Daddy Longlegs, the boss of Binding of Isaac. So welcome to the Binding of Isaac episode. You did it to yourself. I thought Binding of Isaac um, was Mom. Mom is like the boss. Yeah, but there's a boss called... No, Mom is, is the first end boss. There's like four end bosses after Mom. Anyway. <laughs> nope. Anyway. Uh, Daddy Longlegs is also a Twine game uh, that is a little creepy, but... Back to Yakuza Like a Dragon. Is Daddy Longlegs not also like a quop type game where you have to tap two different keys to make the thing run? Mm, and that I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like Sorry, a Sorry, I think I've lost you guys. I thought Adachi's secret philanthropist name was Daddy Longlegs. <laughs> my, I once uh, I once <laughs> let my brother play Shemi, which is kind of weird actually because it kind of ties all together. Um, in my room when I went away one weekend and he left my window open with the light on and I came home to like 40 Daddy Longlegs in the in my bedroom. And <laughs> uh-huh. Daddy Longlegs are great because like, see when the light's on they don't make much noise but see when you turn the light off <laughs> you hear them bumbling about. <laughs> I'm just curious, is is the fact that your brother was playing Shenmue part of why they were all attracted into the room? I hope they were all nudging each other going, look at this knob, he's playing Shenmue. (laughs) It was in the Dreamcast days, this was like state-of-the-art stuff. No, it was not acceptable even then. No, you should have been playing Cannon Spike or something like that. Alright, okay. Mm. I said your names. Uh-huh. Okay. Speaking of names, notice that quick turnaround there. Um, the thing we didn't discuss on the last episode, because it is a little spoily, is party members. Now, we're not going to... The mechanics, who cares? But, all right, right out of the gate, guys. Boom. Who's your favorite party member? Adachi. No ums, no ahs, uh, no, no sucking Adachi. in airs. Okay, all right. 
Uh, Luke, are you in the Adachi Club? I quite like the Korean guy, but I don't know his name, and I'm not going to try and bastardize it. Jungi so. Han. There we Jungi go. Han. He's my second. He's he's like a decent, solid party member, but Adachi is just like I just I just want I want him to be the big spoon when I go to sleep at night. I kind of want his jacket. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I would wear that jacket. Um, uh, no, for me, second place is Zhao. Zhao Zhao's my boy. I like Zhao. Um, how long did it take all of you guys to recognize that Jun Gi Han is from Yakuza Six? And Yakuza Zero. Absolutely no time at all. Yeah, like, like a fraction of a second. You're like, hang on a second. I, I didn't notice, <laughs> I didn't notice until Kiryu uh, was, oh, spoilers, Kiryu's in the game. Uh, <laughs> Kiryu's like, I, I'm sure I killed you. <laughs> or whatever it was he said. <laughs> I am proud to say that I didn't realize until after the credits rolled and Craig messaged me about Junkion <laughs> from Yakuza 6 and 0. The whole exchange with Kiryu, I'm like, oh, that was weird to say. Oh, well, moving on. I, I just, yeah, didn't didn't click at all. So I didn't realize it all game. Well, okay, so so we, we let the big cat out of the bag that Kiryu is in this game. And we might as well let out that Majima's in it yeah. and Dojima's in yeah. it and all the people you love. The only person that isn't in it is the baby flinging old man, which I really wish he would have just showed up. I I think a, an an under underrepresented but good character is Sejima as well. I think he's like a proper solid bro dude that I want to take snuggles off of. Now see, I wouldn't ever recognize the guy unless he was wearing his parka. If it wasn't for that parka, I would never know it was him. Okay. All right, so let's talk party members. The first one you get is the much-loved Adachi. Mm-hmm. Um, who wants to give the background on Adachi? Um, yeah, so Adachi is a former um, police officer turned traffic warden who was booted out of the force a week before retirement, much to his disgust. He's lost his pension, and you know how people care about pensions and things like that. Uh, and he is the one that actually rescues you and takes you from Camarocho because you start in Camarocho and, and and everyone wants to murder you to death and he takes you to it, 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 someone else, say the name of the town Incho Ijincho? Ijincho Ijincho It's he's, three syllables <laughs> He's the guy that gets you out of there, he is an older male figure he speaks the truth he is wise and he is awesome. And <laughs> okay, you lost me on speaks the truth and wise. The dude lies and connives <laughs> the entire game. Okay, right? Yeah, he lies a lot. He, he does lie a lot, and he's out for his own thing. Right? Okay. What he's the to... uncle that your parents say they don't want you hanging around with too much. Yeah, but not because he's a pedophile, but for other reasons. You know, like sometimes yeah. it could be because he's a pedophile, but not because of that, but because of other reasons. He's drinks a little too much, smokes a little too much. I love it. Yeah. Like if I if I didn't know any better, I would say he was born in Scotland because he just wants to drink. He just wants to drink. Everybody it's... in this game drinks so much liquor. <laughs> it's mad. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And they they all stare at their glass with this like, oh not not another one. I've got to, but I'm... yeah. I've 
never seen someone so in love with a certain state of matter as these people are yeah. with anything that is liquid and alcohol. <laughs> I I love it. And the fact that like I roam about most of the place in this game drunk. So when you start a battle, half the time your party you are punch punching, each other, punching each other. And I'm like, I find that quite endearing. It's not an annoyance. It's like, yeah, guys, if we're all drunk, maybe I might punch you. It's fine. Well, yeah, yeah, and Adachi is, of course, the guy that always has brings convenience store liquor into a bar. And that's a special type of man right there. Uh, next up on the party docket, we have... Would you like to try to say the name, Craig? You seem to be good at this. Uh, what one are you? Are you, are you going for... No, you're going for um. Who are you psycho. going for? Psycho. Psycho. She's not a psycho. 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 Um. Psych- yeah, there you go. That works. Uh, okay. Who wants to do? I can. I can. What sort of bumble about like a daddy long legs on this? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so she is the twin sister of a lady who you're trying to help out early in the game who decides to help you out um and i that's as much as i sort of knew to be honest (laughs) it's only through bar talk that you find out a lot more about her i think oh yeah 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 like like she's very much just a bored lady (laughs) yeah she's she's basically uh she's the breadwinner of the house um she's somewhat disowned by a family uh, she cares for her sister a little bit too much, um, and yeah, yeah, she joins you on your mission, but I'm still not 100 percent sure why. Does anyone get that? TRPG. The only reason yeah. she, no, well, the only reason she helps is because you helped her sister. Yeah. So you helped her sister. The subland guy gets hung, and she wants to like just pers- persevere with the whole "I'm helping out" the whole situation thing. I mean, I mean, if if Adachi and Kasuga walk up to you and they're like, "Hey, you want to hang out?" You're gonna say yes. Uh, and I, I, I do like Psycho a lot. I, I think she's a nice offset to everyone, especially in like uh, this is really dumb, but I was impressed by the moment where like Adachi and Kasuga are gonna go have a drink, and she's like, "All right, then I'll see you guys later." And yeah. then they're like, "Ah, oh, come with us." That was, that was a good moment. I liked that. Um, well, sadly, that was the... a mistake because she keeps popping up on other bar bar conversations as a drunk self. She does. <laughs> she loves her liquor too. Um, I think they do a much better job with Psycho than they do with uh, Ari. Ari just like poof doesn't exist unless you're at the bar or at the business. Nothing. But she can well, sure th- throw some stationery. Yeah. She can whip a stapler like nobody's business, <laughs> yeah. man. It, it's the thing. So, Eddie, your your third, your third party member you're talking about there, you pick her up if you engage with the business, which I kind of think they've made slightly mandatory because you could go through the entire middle third of the game or the middle or the second quarter, something in that ballpark. Oh my gosh, Greg. <laughs> the second quarter, the middle third, the third eighth, something in that ballpark. <laughs> you can be fighting some pretty heavy bosses with only three party members because you've lost Nanba. And if you don't do the business and get it up to a certain level, you don't have Eddie. 
So you can no. Now here's my. I, I didn't notice because, like you, I think as soon as I hit the management, it was like, "Well, I'm doing this mm-hmm. till it's done. This is great." Um, it, when you finish it for the story, like when you do the mandatory part for the story, do you have her as a party member, or is it only if you go to the it's end? Only... No, it's, no, it's not if you go to the end. If if you hit level a hundred, yeah, you've got to have hundred. And the weird thing is, she oh, doesn't okay. appear in cutscenes. Like she's not actually. No, she drops she, as soon no. as like yeah. She can be yeah, in your party. The three of you have turned up here? No. Eddie's here as well. <laughs> you just can't see her. She's invisible. And wait, now, is it possible to only hit bosses with three? Because you have Namba, Adachi, and Psycho. Pretty when you early. lose Namba. Yeah. When you lose Namba. Oh. I did it, yeah. Yeah, there is that space. I, I went looking for Eri after you guys said, um, and I, I tried to take the crane on with three people and got pretty much beat up. Okay, um... Who wants to do Nanba? <gasps> Nanba. So Nanba is your homeless nurse. He is the guy. So um, he is a piece of shit. <laughs> Why don't you do Nanba, he, Dave? Why don't you do? <laughs> you do you do Nanba. You do Nanba. Okay, okay. So this this entire waste of life is drunk, homeless, unloyal, and he's a thief. What else you need to know? But, uh, okay, so Nanba is the guy who once Kasuga is shot by George Takei. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the guy who finds you dumped in the trash. That's a, see, there's my problem with Nanba, right? Because when you come to as Kasuga, you're covered in garbage, which means the man sewed up your wounds and then stacked garbage bags on top of you. So when you wake up, you'll have to throw them off. To keep you warm. The guy's a dick. To keep you warm. The guy's a dick. There's a fire! Empire Strikes Back scene where he puts him inside the... Carbonate. They call it Wampa or something like that. Yeah. But there's a fire in the middle of the camp! I'm pretty sure you don't want to get garbage near gunshot wounds, and I'm not even a nurse. Pretty sure. But anyway, so... so I love how the entire game hinges on the fact that he did not kill you by shooting you one centimetre away from your heart. Well, he is... You know, an assassin, Craig. I mean, assassins never miss shots ever. Can, can I ask know? a serious question, right? If, like, in a <clears throat> Scooby Doo style moment, we've captured Negoshi, the, the guy that creates this, and we've tied him up, and we're like, who are you really? And he pulls off his mask, and it's actually Hideo Kojima. He's Harry the Hypnotist. No, if he was actually Hideo Kojima, would you be shocked with the level <laughs> of bullshit yes. that comes out of yes. these games? Because here's the difference. There's an incredibly key difference between the incredible tanned man and the walking pile of berets and fart sniffing that is Kojima. One knows he's being stupid and silly. The other one thinks he's artist. That's a fine line that I think has maybe been to tread on a little bit. No, no, I'm sorry. One man puts a guy in a diaper who can't feel pain in his game and you're supposed to laugh at it. The other person is truly wondering if it's okay for a guy to have a crush on his sister and if love can bloom on the battlefield. (laughs) Nope, not even close. I retract. I used him for a long time for his one skill, uh, Essence of Pyro Prison, because that's probably the first hit all enemies attack that you have. Rather than like Clobber Wheel or the one where Adachi just gives you a bear hug. So he was he useful as a defense. member. Oh, he goes down the... like a wet tissue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I liked his, uh, his uh, sleeping yeah. ability where he just like basically chuck out cardboard and fall asleep regardless of the situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, Quick yep. nap. Um, yep. In story terms, I think the only weak point this story has is because of Nanba. Uh, the whole part where, you know, he leaves your party to try to find his brother. That is the only weak point in the story that I think happens. It's very, because it's very emotional, you know, but like over emotional. Yeah, maudlin. Yeah, it's very maudlin, yeah. the whole thing. Um, But yeah, uh, like uh, maybe, maybe that's why I don't like him as a party member. Plus, I mean, he drank the dude's best whiskey and just but that put... Was, <laughs> it wasn't the best whiskey. No, but he got lucky. The piece of shit wasn't even going to own up to it. I don't like... Uh, I did like how his... I, uh, the... I guess his sub-story, I guess would be the best way to put it. I like how his sub-story kind of went against expectations. Mm. And it turns out the person he idolized was a piece of <laughs> shit. I really like that. That was pretty good. Um, the, the thing about a lot of these characters is that it's those bar bar chats which make a, a lot of them. Which, which surprises me that you didn't clock on to the, uh, the, the Jingguan Mafia clone when when that's pretty much the basis of his entire bar speak story where he's talking about well, how his face was remodeled and yes that's, that's um i have a good excuse i have a good excuse you pass uh, and that is i was skip. the one taking the notes for those <laughs> games and they weren't in english <laughs> and so i was furiously typing anytime there was a cutscene going all these names i've never had to spell before in my life so i have a good excuse um the next party member you get is Junji Han, um, all around boss and ace guy. Uh, anybody want to give the rundown on Jun? He's a badass. Yeah, not so, July. Junji Han. Junji Han. Oh, you had it! You had it! The ego? Don't even. Junji Han is an <laughs> ace person to have in your your team. He. Uh, <laughs> has various attacks he can poison people he can grenade people he can physically attack people he can electrocute people he is part of the oh shit what's the name of the the gonichiwa gonichiwa um no gojumon gojumon oh no 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 it's not a sujimon he's not saying konichiwa he's it's part of the gomijul 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 who are part of a triad of powers that are keeping the whole town um vaguely sensible and he's generally nice he's got bleached kind of silvery blonde hair and i like him he kind of looks like lee Soft from tekken eyes. a little bit with a bit of Wang in there yeah he yeah. does he, he does remind me of lee from tekken you're right um can we also um get everybody's gut reaction on how stupid the great wall of muscle name is it's like guys, you keep saying it, but it ain't cool. Well, how can I? I like the Great Wall of Muscle. I like it, but it's 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 too long. It's it's it, no no. I, every time they say it, it's like oh, the what is it? Jincho Three. That's a much better name. Stick with that. Um, yeah, his story uh, very much entwines with the main story. So unlike uh, Adachi and Nanba and Saiko, you get what he's all about before even the bar chats start. And so, yeah, it, it, was, it was very simple for me to go, yeah, Nanba, you're out of there. Get, get out of there. Um, my favorite guy is Zhao, uh, and he is the leader of the 
Liu Mang. Liu Mang. Yep. Yeah, he's the leader of the Liu Mang, which is the uh, second of the three powers that keep each other in check so nothing bad happens until you learn that it's not actually. But uh, uh, he, uh, you first run into him as a villain. And I, for a second, well, not for a second, for a while, I thought, oh, he's going to be the main villain. You know, he really gave off those nice villain vibes uh, through a convoluted series of events. He becomes a party member. And he was the one that I didn't guess would be a party member. Did you guys have that inkling? No. Not not at all. Not not from from when you first encounter him and he's holding a gun against the other person and you're like, oh, I actually I thought the girl was gonna at be some the, point. The, the the girl, uh, the leader. Yeah. Oh, oh Song Hui. I thought she was gonna be yeah. on the team for some reason, but yeah. Um yeah, Xiao does not fuck about when you first run into him. And he gives no. a nice, good monologue, too. Yeah. Of like, dude, I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, his his bar chat's not really anything special. It's more like cleaning up loose ends of uh, yeah. Mabuchi. Which, I really don't like that guy's face. New Mabuchi. Yeah, Mabuchi's got a face that really you just want to punch. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, Zhao, Zhao, I like probably my favorite like personality type of all the extra characters. Um, and then that's it, right? Like just Eri is left. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, the silence is pretty much how the game treats Eri as well. Um, She's a secret character, isn't she? She's just I guess you yeah. Found her, that's it, but. I mean, I, I think I'm the only one who didn't go through with the management, so she actually joined me so late that I didn't... Uh, it was only when I had to get the three million that I jumped into the management and ran through until I got to about rank 20, by which point everyone else was pretty well established. You know, I had one person rotating in and out, and it was like, uh, yeah, she she never entered the party. I kept her in a party for a little while because she hits pretty hard. Surprisingly, she does. She, you you can open with like a like a um, area. I'm chucking thumbtacks. That's it. it yeah. Oh yeah, thumbtack scatters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like just to everyone. If you're gonna bleed, you're gonna bleed because I'm chucking pins at you. <laughs> she was probably level level five bond for all you guys well early in the game, man. Oh yeah, yeah. She's still level three bond with me. You, <laughs> the, way, the way you level her up is the business. If you get it to number one, that's level five for her. Yeah, because uh, Nanba and Adachi both have locks on theirs, right? Until you hit a certain part in the story and then it unlocks. And Psycho, you get late enough to where it's probably not going to be her. So yeah, the first person you do max bond with might be Eri. It, is, it was for me because I as soon as I hit the business... As you say, it's like business, business, business. I, I spent a whole day just trading. I uh, yeah, I spent a good eight nine hours. Yeah, I, I got so far and then restarted it. I went back to previous stave because I was like, and I know how to do this. I'm gonna hit it hard and get it first time. Oh, I did it the hard way. I I continued on. I muscled through the debt, and then somehow came back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took out a lot of loans. To begin with, uh, I didn't. It's really good. I got to number one without any loans. I did not borrow a penny. I just grinded my way because, <laughs> like, four, four or five, um, four or five, not seasons. What would you call like a rotation of quarters? Quarters, I think. quarters like yeah. financial quarters. Yeah. Four or five quarters could get you enough 
where you wouldn't have to take a loan for her five quarters. God. <laughs> well, no, no, um, I, I get where you're all coming from. My mistake was basically that I just, I didn't understand it. I was giving people too much salary up front, and I was, <laughs> I was getting the wrong people, and I didn't know what was going on, and or how it all worked, and how the the shareholders relied on different people to come back at them with different confidence levels and stuff like that. And, was, and then I just had to basically start from scratch. I'd, I'd spent all my money, and I'd nowhere to go. It, do- but, uh, it doesn't explain a lot other than blue be- blue beats red, red beats green, green beats blue. Yeah, that's it, and that's it. It's like have at it. It doesn't exchange the special abilities. It doesn't explain the bar that's <laughs> yeah. rising. It doesn't explain anything. Um, my my problem where I got off on a uh, rocky foot and had to actually uh, take out loans only from a bank, not from loan sharks, thankfully. <laughs> um, was I ended up just leveling everybody up? You know how they you raise their max cap. And it was all the starting yeah. people, so even at max cap, they don't do yeah. that great. And it was like, ah, I just, I'm paying you 2 million yen a quarter, and it ain't doing nothing. So, except for the chicken. Chicken's great. The, the chicken's amazing. Yeah. Chicken's pretty good. Okay, so, uh, important part of an RPG is, do you go the, well, these are the best party members in terms of combat, or these are my favorite party members. Did you guys have to do that dichotomy where you're like, well, I don't really like, uh, but they're in the party because they're really okay. powerful? I really liked a lot of Nanba's uh, moveset, but I just couldn't have them in the party. <laughs> like, just ignored them, plain straight. I think a lot of it was negated by the fact that everybody leveled up at the same time. Like, often you find that in like these sort of games, you if you don't level if you don't rotate people then eventually they they become such a low level that it becomes too much effort to actually like bring them up to speed but because they're always getting experience in the background and you can tag them in and tag them out like instead of using consumables i just as soon as an enemy or one of my team had run out of mana i just swapped them out until they leveled up like it kind of kept it all fresh so yeah i i just jumped in between them okay um, and I, I, and, and I know the, this is gameplay mechanics, but oh no, sorry, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. I was, I was going to keep going on that point. So go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was, was going to say, and no, I, I know that this is gameplay mechanics in a way, but um, I did jump in straight away at the start and pretty much change the jobs of them frequently because I was like getting to level twenty-ish, and I thought just pull everyone up and try all the different stuff. So it's sort of like, so I, I, I wasn't concretely set on them straight away. I did faff about a bit before I was happy with with who was in my party, but. But I, I don't think Namba Namba stayed, even though I knew it was a weak a weak link. <laughs> and I don't necessarily <laughs> like him. I think I like him more than everyone else here. Um I don't know, there's something about him. He's a bit you know, he's a bit of a wisecrack, isn't he? He's he's a, he's a wisecracker in a cutscene he says the snidey things that you just like like Kazuka, you're he's a fucking idiot. He's the one who idiot. calls Kazuka out on his shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll give him that. But I couldn't get over the... It was over the top. The way he was like, I'm in this for my brother and fuck you all. And blah, 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 blah. I, I couldn't get over that. Which well, maybe... That's a good thing yeah. about this game. It's got fallible characters, hasn't it? They're not yeah. all like, oh, I'm 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 in lead to be the seventh chairman under the Tojo clan or anything like that. They're yeah. all just not bad. To be fair, would we have hated this cl- this story if it was just... Five Kiryu's running around. <laughs> Probably five, not. <laughs> five Kiryu's running around, and there is a twenty-five foot square plot of land 
there <laughs> that we need to fight over because you need that because it's going to turn the tide of war if we get that that land. Um, you just brought up a great point. This, I think, is the first Yakuza story that works really well as just a interesting story. It's not an interesting story for a video game. It's not an interesting story for a Yakuza game. Um, there are zero land deals going on, which is wonderful because they finally stopped watching Chinatown mm-hmm. and decided to, <laughs> to do something else. Um, I thought well, this the, story in was... The universe, this stuff's quite shattering, some of the stuff that goes on, especially late in the game, but I mean... Oh, you can tell they're really starting to set up a... Nope, what you know as Yakuza story characters, that's done, that's gone. This is all fresh new ground. Like, um, I guess it doesn't matter, but when the whole, like, uh, Tojo Alliance and the... Or Tojo Clan and the Omi Alliance break up, I was like, what are you guys going to do? Yeah, that, that chapter title was great. <laughs> and then the, the guy... Of the Yakuza, yeah. I, I... Pushes his thumb into the other guy's eyeball, and the guy's like, what are you doing? It's quite, it's quite mad, but yeah, you're right. As a as a standard story, it works. It works well. Yeah, I thought I thought it started off really well, and then there was the this the bit where you join, like you lose everything. You know, you get you get shot by Arakawa and end up in the dump, and then you've got that like soapland mission. I thought I kind of lost a bit of pace then, and I was like, "Where's this going? This is just taking forever to do anything." But then, typically, I remember thinking similar to Yakuza Zero. I'm like, it would get really good, and it was just like. Oh, here we go again. It's getting a bit slow, and then it would build it up and build it up. And I'm, I'm kind of, kind of glad the Yakuza games do that. Like they, it, there is something magical about, about that. Like, I am, um, yeah. When when you when you first start working for, oh, what's his name? What what what's that 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 be spectacled fuck's name that runs the soapland? Oh, uh, yeah. um, it's not soapy McSoapy. Is it Nonomiya? Yeah, no, no, yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Okay, so yeah, when when you're like, I don't know, I guess I'll need a job, and you you get the job there. I, I, there was a part of me that was like, oh, this would be interesting if it was just what's it like to live in a town and try to be normal with a bunch of yakuza. <laughs> but yeah, it was also the okay, where is this going? This has to lead somewhere. And then once Bleach Japan showed up, I was like, oh, they're going to be the antagonist. And then not really. And then Zhao shows up and you're like, oh, he's going to... No, not really. I honestly did not see the whole Masato thing coming back. I'd kind of forgotten about him, to be honest. It, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Did um? Did anybody... There's like, a, like, there's a, a missing little link there, though, because I think... um. Like, in, in 6, there was a lot of stuff about, like, you know, biological warfare and all sorts of augmentation stuff sort of chatted about and I, I think that they don't really fully explain anything about legs <laughs> it's probably <laughs> yeah. I mean, right, yeah. I mean, you know you know what really does get on my nerves I know this is, compl- this is a bit of a sidetrack but uh, one thing they did in Zero which they brought back here is that I don't know if it's down to budget or anything but I don't like when they do those funny like flick book style um, oh you know, yeah, that Pull screamed backs. budget to me. Yeah, like the yeah. motion comic looking mm-hmm. stuff. I was like, this is quite a good bit. Why do I, why do I have to do this again? <laughs> yeah, but, especially you know. like like where, where Arakawa meets Kasuga for the first time. You're like, guys, this would have been one of those ones to go all out on. Not the Peking Duck one. To yeah, go on uh, this one. <laughs> Which, by the way, if yeah. any one of you ever offers me Peking Duck, 
I'm not going. Well, I had Peking Duck I, last night. I, did you guys notice that was only on flashbacks? The, the, the cutscene style that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. I mean, I mean. So I don't know if it's artistic or budget. I don't know, but I prefer even in engine stuff over that. I mean, they're only a small fraction. They're only like twenty, you know, maybe ten percent of all the cutscenes. So it's not that bad, really. No, it's not that bad. It, it does clang against everything else that. Ha- it's like, okay, guys, you took the time, you took the money to animate a grown man in a diaper, <laughs> but you didn't do this. It it's, just seems weird. I mean, like I wonder say, if it might even. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, it's like what I say about the hidden puzzle adventure games of sprite animations and lovely, kind of like shite and that. It just screams budget. Which makes me wonder if this is if, if that kind of stuff was added after principal production started, kind of like how movies do with ADR lines. Like, I wonder if this was the, oh, hey, wait, we didn't explain why this happened. Okay, somebody storyboard it really quick kind of thing. That, that's what it feels like. I don't know if that's what it is, but that's what it feels like. I'm pretty sure the bit where he knocks the... Um... He knocks the locker open. That's that's fully animated, isn't it? That's not yep, yep. But there's another bit that's flipbook that where you see that from a different perspective. So yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Sour Zero when he's telling you about how there's another baby in the locker. Uh-huh. That's the bit that in the last episode I I told Dave I told you this already, but I swear to God in my brain in Yakuza Three there was a series of lockers. And one of the protagonists punched open the locker and got a baby out of the locker. And I'm like, that happened in Yakuza 3. I'm sure it did. <laughs> but it didn't. It didn't at all. I just, I, I smooshed all of my memories together into this <laughs> now, one thing. what we're going to need to do is have a special episode where Craig explains the entire saga <laughs> Can of you Yakuza games <laughs> as one fluid story. <laughs> I mean... A lot of it does smoosh together because the first five you can explain with that that group of people want that bit of land. So that is true. <laughs> yeah, and and then you hit zero, and it's like there's a blind lady, uh-huh. but she has to do with that bit of land right there. Yeah, there's, there's and... land there, and it's, it's it's a thin strip of land. It's only like twenty feet wide, but it's important. <laughs> the um... only land you really do in here is making sure you press on the window of every taxi to make sure it's unlocked in the fast travel option. Yeah. <laughs> you just smoosh your face up against a taxi and be like, I'll remember you! Um, My face is one A nice thing I like about the story of this is it, it, how it does take place after everything, right? And people are starting to get older. I like how, not, not model-wise, they all look pretty much the same because they have the magic Kiryu blood. Um, but, like, Majima is not Majima in this. He like only goes Majima for a couple of seconds, and then he's kind of just a chill dude now. Yeah, it, and uh, oh god, well, no, I was only going to say slightly related, and I messaged you, Dave, about this weeks ago. But it irks me that in every Yakuza game, Kiryu is old man. Hey, old man, what are you doing barging in on this conversation and stuff? And this Ichiban is like. Oh, hey, old man, what are you doing? But the young master is still the young master, and it, it squeegees me right up until the end. It's like, young master. But he sa- no, he no, says he's that faulty. He says that at the start. He's, he's faulty. Like, I've been looking after him for so long, and since I've known him as the young master, like, 
Because he's the young... Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like a butler calling somebody sir, even after they're not their butler anymore. Yeah. That's fine. And, and let's be fair. Kasuga is old. He's 40. I mean, at that point, you're like, what, one foot in the grave? A 40? Maybe two? It's that stark I mean, realization four. that we're all nearly 40. <laughs> Thanks, <Right>. Dave. <laughs> uh, we've all picked our plots out, and we're just sitting in a hole waiting now. Um... But I didn't get as much of it from Kasuga because he's such a lovable idiot. Like, you know who he reminds me of the most is Goku. Like, oddly. Yeah, I, I think that was on purpose, though. That that was total, like, he is the hero because he's a dipshit. Like, yeah. He is such a moron. <laughs> but he's a lovable moron. Like, like um... A lot of the sh- like, uh, if you changed half the story to Dragon Ball Z, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, that sort of makes sense. It works. Um, in terms of the the story as a whole, were there any complaints you guys had about stuff they didn't wrap up? Uh, like, for instance, uh, I don't like how uh, Mabuchi is only wrapped up if you do Zhao's bar talk. Like, that seems like something that should have been part of the main story because he was a villain for a good... What, one-third of the game? Yeah, it, because he was part of this game's villainery, that's not a word, but let's make it a word. Um, it should have been in the game. It should have been main story quest, not bar chat. So any, anything spring to mind for you guys? I think it's, it just seems a bit convoluted sometimes yeah. that you've got, like, you know, the, the 3K Yakuza laws and all these sort of things going on, and you're, like, thinking... This is a very fucking complex yeah. plan to to try and split things. I'm sure there's going to be an easier way of doing this. Have you thought of getting strategists involved or anything? Um, I don't know. Some of it, some of it rubbed me up a bit, a bit funny, but it's not generally. You know, yeah. Generally, this is probably the clearest well. Yakuza game. You think so? In terms of following the story, I, I, I maybe just me. I, I struggled with this one, especially with all the like, all the different. Yakuza factions, Omni Alliance, three muscle thing like that. After a while, it's like I, oh, there's so many different names. I don't know who's do what. Like, oh, yeah, the old guy. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I thought that like I it, there is a lot going on here, but the fact that it was in English, the the fact that you know you got the English voiceover, it actually made it easier to follow because you could follow who the hell everyone was. It's always a struggle when you're playing a Yakuza game because there's so many. You know, like, it's blah, blah, blah. Second patriarch of the first blah, blah, blah. And and you see those title screens so many times, you're like, oh my God, who is this person? I think this one was pretty It does give your eyes a rest, doesn't it? Because normally you look at the stamped picture and then you go... Right, let's zoom back to that bottom quarter of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I was, I was going to say. Like, like, And I don't have anything against subtitled movies or games. I watch them all the time. But when they're this convoluted, it is very hard to associate a voice with a face sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's the fourth Tojo chairman. Like like in this. Um, uh, <laughs> bad example, because I can't remember his name. But the uh, the captain of the uh, Syria clan, the old guy. Oh, yeah, I forgot his name. Oh, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the guy that gets shot. Yep, yep, yep. Great flat top. Um, mm-hmm. It was much easier to remember, okay, he belongs to this clan, and he's this guy, because I could associate 
with his face instead of subtitles and names. So yeah, Hoshino. I found this. Ah, uh, Hoshino, yeah, thank you. It, it's so much easier if it's in English. And I mean, that may make me sound like an idiot because what, you can't follow subtitles? It's just, it does for some reason make it a lot easier. It's a, it's a very um, good good sort of like uh, what do we call it fan what do you call it when it's uh, it's catering to the fans a lot fan service fan service there's, yeah there's lots of fan service in there isn't there like seeing the uh, the Hiroshima mascot salesman and all sorts of things going on around Ono Michi yeah <laughs> Ono Michi's it's, a boss uh, it's, it's it's very cool but I think I think some of them are sort of like deeper cuts like if you've not played a any of any of the series before this you will probably be thinking what the hell is all this about at some points well like the bartender craig let me know about the bartender i was like oh shit you're right do you you, i I didn't recognize the bartender i think that maybe is he off two no no he's not off two is he um he's in zero so he's Oh, oh right is Kashiwagi, who's the guy with the scar right the way over his face, and zero. Oh God. Do you guys kind of feel that uh, no bells were ringing in Michael's head? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, but it's just <laughs> he, he's he's um, Kashiwagi. Uh, he's Kazuma's second in command, dude. And he at the end <laughs> yeah. zero, he goes into hiding. He turns up in this as a bartender, but he's also a summon. So if you do enough side missions, he's a summon and the bartender. Which we do need a separate section for those summons. We'll talk about them. But Luke, sorry. Do you kind of... So I I got a little bit lost with the story in this. And I think before it was like, Kiri's a bit of a a loggerhead. You know, he's not the smartest guy. (laughs) Um, So everything's explained in a lot of depth for him. And it's quite obviously a single point of focus because it's just him maybe there's too much going on with all the different characters like i I sometimes just felt a little bit overwhelmed with everything going on um but maybe that's just yeah because like (laughs) okay we can cut this out let's cut this out i mean didn't you skip a good part of the story you said i mean that might be some of it too i I could have skipped a good bit yeah maybe uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read the first 30 pages but boy Ivan Mo was I, tough I, I, to I got follow. to like chapter 14 and I'm like yeah fuck this skip 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 <laughs> I, I, you said it was two hours it was like 15 minutes for one chapter <laughs> <laughs> there is that kind of every every character has their own story thread and you can power th- you can totally power through and ignore them mm. and just go for it and, and not know why are you even in my party? Why do you care? <laughs> um, I think, or even one, one of the strange oh, things is that even though, even though, you know, people would say this is a good jumping in point for new players or something like that. The truth is, after after quite a number of of games, you sort of you do know characters, mm. even if you've not been actively trying to learn the names. Yet it's always hard to learn a lot of Japanese cast characters' names. So come into a fresh one with pretty much fresh characters from all angles it's going to be hard to follow everything straight away yeah i mean i mean in well let's see i'm I'm sort of split on that because if you jump straight into this like this is your first one um you're gonna know as much as everybody else does about the new characters you're gonna know as much as everybody else about the new place and the only thing you're going to know is, oh, that Kiryu guy, he's a really tough son of a bitch. 
And that Majima guy is weird. It's not like, oh, look, it's it's Majima. You know, he did the blah, 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 blah. It's very much taking everything at face value because to Kasuga, everything is face value. He doesn't know all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, he, he doesn't know Kiryu. He's like, who the hell are you? At the funeral, he's just like, who are you? <laughs> oh, that was a great cutscene. That, that was an amazing cutscene. Fucking... But just from a general angle, I'm just saying like, you know, Seriu clan, the captain. If I ask Craig, what's his name? The one that got <laughs> shot by Sawashiro. Shiro is his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke so is I, I said his. I I only said his name about three minutes ago, but already you know, he's, he's completely disappeared. It's it's hard to keep track. It's Hashino, isn't it? But I mean, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I I struggled at some points. I'd be like, who was that character again? I can't <laughs> You know, and if it wasn't one of these very games, handy game notes, which we do for these podcasts, right <laughs> one do. of these days we they need that. to have a Yakuza character that has a basement with lots of red string and a lot of pictures, <laughs> just so the, the player can be like, okay, let me go into the basement, see who you can. Because even I, I forget. Like, wait, okay, so they wait, you're that. a subsidy. They used to do that in some of the previous games. Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't explain. Okay, I don't remember them. I mean, it's been a long time on some of these games. Of like, okay, wait. So, what's it mean to be a subsidiary, but you're part of the Tojo clan, but you have your own family? Like, like there's a lot of like how the actual Yakuza works that yeah. never really gets explained. It doesn't have the English that connects it. It only like in two, three, four. It has the um, the hierarchical map that you can explore. And it just says, Kiryu, Kiryu is connected to these people because this, and to these people because this, and then you, you browse about it like that. It doesn't have... It doesn't have the organizational descriptive... map. Yeah. Yeah, like, like a good... Like, I, I would love to see a Yakuza game actually take a smaller family like the Arakawa one in this, and be like, no, this, you're just going to do Arakawa stuff. You know, you and explain what an actual individual family does within this larger organization, because I imagine it's like a pyramid scheme, right? Well, it is exactly like families that. like it have... wouldn't it wouldn't make a good game because you'd be constantly delivering pizzas, <laughs> and you, you know. Oh, so it'd be Spider Man too? Yeah, it, the whole thing is the rise to the top. It's the I'm working my way up the ranks. It's it's it's. Well, I guess my problem is so far everyone rises to the top. Everyone. So, so many times they say about the honor of the honor of the the small folk and things I, like I, that. And I, they I, say, I, but death, death, death is the way forward. <laughs> so that, uh, spilling blood is the yakuza way, but at the same time defending the. Yeah, and if you use guns, you're a right proper bastard. <laughs> um. No. No. But. But. It, it never explains, like, okay, so you sort of understand in this, okay, so uh, Masato Arakawa shot someone who was a higher member in the pyramid scheme. So somebody from that family had to take the blame, right? Which was Kasuga. So how much autonomy do the actual individual families have? Like, what does it mean to be, uh, you know, like Arakawa, patri- patriarch of the Awakawa family, but what does that have to do with all the people at top? I mean, wouldn't it just be you're just another grunt? It doesn't matter what family you're from. Like, I want I want Business Simulator as a Yakuza game. Like, okay, how does this business actually hold together? It's, it's the first time ever I've thought you might be reading too much into this. 
Well, and, and, and it's more just like, I don't know how, like, what makes the only alliance an alliance as opposed to the Tojo clan? Like, I don't know. Why are they an alliance to the other people a clan? And, and, and are they part of the same organization? Just rivals? So, Dave, well, they always or are they two different If you could go play through all the games and come back to us with the report by the end of the week, that'd be Yeah, I, yeah you're asking <laughs> too many questions. Yeah, and what does everybody have against Kansai? Jeez, I don't know what that... I mean, I know that's well, what Kanto's based on yeah. in Pokemon, so I always thought it was good. Dave, if you speak Kansai, you're only alliance, and I'm going to shoot you in the face. That's all I know. Okay, evidently in English, being Kansai means you lose, you use a lot of conjunctions. Mm-hmm. That's really all it means. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I would like this stuff explored in, in Yaksa, because when you're playing as Kiryu, you're just some dude that's part of a low family that somehow rises to the top and then is not by the next game. I think I'm it- going to guess that Kiwami had a great opportunity to expand on this and make it, you know, flesh it out, but it didn't. It's well, I, I haven't played like... through Kiwami yet e- either. Uh, okay, okay. I mean, we got to pick it. a Yakuza game for next year, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> like, I, I, and that's something I want to bring up. Like, I have it down in my notes too, right? Like, um, as we got closer to this, uh, playing this game, I was dreading it. I was like, oh, I'm kind of Yakuza'd out, right? And I mean, I mean, I was sort of in the same place as Luke, to be honest. And... I always feel that way about a Yakuza. I imagine there's people that play Assassin's Creed or uh, Far Cry feel the same way. And then you actually get into the game and then you remember, hey, that long list of shit to do is actually really fun to do. And then I'm into it 100% again. So, I mean, I, right now, I'm like, yeah, let's play some Yakuza. I'm, I'm ready to do another episode. But in three months, I'll be like, ooh, I don't think I'm ready for another Yakuza game. So it, it is strange. How these games affect me. It's, it's weird. Anyway, I'm sorry. Is there anything uh, you guys wanted to bring up about the story? Uh, Other than th- that nice shock at the end. You, you can spoil it, by the way. I don't care. Just if, if that's why you've gone quiet. Is it Die Hard style? Like, falling off the building? I thought, I thought Luke would have already seen anything really worth, worth spoiling. No, no, no. Well, uh, what happens to Arakawa? Just, just uh, talk to me. Honestly, I'm, I, I, I'm not fussed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> uh, so, um, at the end, where Kostasik is giving that nice, tearful uh, monologue to Aoki, um, first of all, it's very hard to take a crying man seriously when he has that hair. But... And then um, Aoki is kind of like, well, maybe you're right. Maybe I should. And then wham, Kume just runs up and stabs the son of a bitch. And you're like, oh, shit. Because I, I honestly thought like um, Aoki was going to be, oh, maybe they're setting up a returning villain. That'll be new for the Yakuza franchise. You know, they'll be like, oh, he's going to get out of jail. He's going to come back. He's going to make life hard. Nope, nope. They just off him. And um the props to the Yakuza series, they have no problems killing their villains. At all. <laughs> like, if Ganondorf was in a Yakuza game, that guy would have been toast seven games ago. Uh, uh, as, as a game, you think that would be fine, but it follows more sort of God for the root of, like, you reap what you sow sort of thing, doesn't it? That's quite... Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But I, I mean, prior to that, I mean, there's even the point where at the sort of hostage situation, which sort of appears out of nowhere, and that, that sort of peters out to not really meaning anything, to be honest. Because it's only the next scene that you finally get the consequences of everything. But it's sort of, you know, like it, out of the, all of a sudden he's holding a shard in his hand and he's getting ready to cut a cop's throat and all sorts. And you're like, I don't know. And, and the thing is, I think the, the big main central story to this, would you say it's the whole political part or would you say it's the actual Arakawa family itself? Because it's sort of like... Oh, it's, uh, for me, it's the political part. Hmm. I, I prefer the other bit, to be honest. The whole... The oh, whole well, what I prefer... Side, but, I, but I think I do, they were leaning more yeah. towards political. Well, yeah, for, for consequences anyway, obviously. But I mean, it just feels like... I I think anyone, after like, say, chapter four or five, already sort of knew where it was going. With like, Otohime land and the kind of... But I mean, I, I didn't think there would have been two two babies in the lockers to be honest That's no bit, no the, the double baby switcheroo yeah. is, it was definitely oh that was that was oh. the yeah. that coming at all especially considering you'd think if they're put in lockers they could be at least at the other ends of the whole vault not bloody right next to each other 99 i mean to be fair guys we don't know if there were babies in every single one of those other lockers. Maybe this is just what happened. This is this you know, is one, like one thing I saw halfway through. Luke left a comment saying, uh, "Is this one about clones?" Then? <laughs> Maybe it's a give a baby, take a like... baby system. <laughs> um, what what I do like, and you mentioned this with the whole uh, the Godfather like storytelling, is at you end up really liking some of these guys, especially your party members. And you end up being affectionate towards the engine three. And you're like, ah, yeah, he's pretty cool. They never let you forget. These guys are complete bastards. Like they never do the, Oh, he's a Yakuza with a heart of gold. It's like, no, no, he's a real son of a bitch. And who you may like him, but he's a bad guy. Shooting people in the head. He's shooting out on the street. And then he, and he's, he's like, that was Mabuchi. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was a slimmer, slimmer guy. You fight him in front I, of the, um, in front of a. I thought it was leech. Mabuchi trying to start shit by using the Kome Jewels uh, method of attacking people. But it's like it's wrapped up really quickly. Like you see, you see this guy get shot in a chair, and then like a couple of chapters later, you bump into the same guy in front of Bleach Japan. And he says, "Yeah, I'm the person who killed that guy at the job center." <laughs> sort of go. What and did he? Has he? A little fight with you on the street, and that's that wraps it up. It. I'm I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, I I thought it was mom, but okay, yeah. Uh, all right, so everybody, let's let's stop here. We'll replay <laughs> uh, the game, and we'll reconvene <laughs> in 107 hours. Uh, no, I, yeah, that's a, I think if you really really look hard, there are a few little nitpicks, but I'm I'm quite happy with it. All right, well, with that declaration of love and happiness, let's get the final thoughts, gentlemen. Luke! Yeah, um... Let's have you go first, because you'll be the dissenting voice. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think just that that there's not enough changed in these games for for me, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the games are disrespectful of your time and how long they do to, they take to do certain things, but there's definitely that Japanese cultural thing of, like, they're going to take their sweet ass time explaining everything and the fine details of it. And sometimes you're just like, Oh, come on, please just let's get through the point. And yeah, for me, Yakuza zero was like the perfect Yakuza game. And everyone I've played since hasn't hit that high. Um, but 
that's just me not finding enough what well it might be zelda syndrome too I think so, like like the first one you play uh, well I, I must be like what 150 hours of yakuza and it's it, there, there's not an, i haven't i'm not getting enough to keep me going but if this is your first yakuza game yeah. i think you'd love it so like i did zero yeah everybody should play at least one yeah, yakuza yeah. game so yeah if if you made it this far i don't know why you would but <laughs> you should definitely <laughs> you should definitely definitely check it out um and like there's some great things here that i can see them like if there's sequels i can see them doing wonders with but for me i think i just need to take a bit more time out before i play the next one that's perfectly acceptable we will still tar and feather you after the podcast can, make no can mistake I be in a nappy but... first or two um <laughs> Yes, oh, we didn't talk about summons. We didn't talk about summons. Shit. Shit. Okay, so, gentlemen, your favorite summon. It's got to be Majima. Ooh. I really liked Nancy. <laughs> Nancy was pretty good. I like Nancy. <laughs> because, like, Majima, you think summons, you think awesomeness. Majima runs down a building. He's throwing knives down onto the stage. Nancy <laughs> lands on someone's shoulder and whoever you're fighting just looks around and goes, is there a fucking lobster on my shoulder? And before you know it, Nancy <laughs> snaps, <laughs> snaps at them. I found it so funny every single time. I'm just... I'm, I'm going to have to go with Kiryu just because it's a nice little zoom into Kamaroko before he, he, he returns and that is true. Thinking. All the summons are are like cinematography oh, they're great. Animated. They're just yeah. wonderful. Um, I, I the one I used the most was the big hairy sumo guy that should definitely wear more clothes. Um, <laughs> I I kind I kind of liked him just because of the. I hope no one walks in right now. This is really weird <laughs> because it lovingly pans over his hairy back oh. and arms, and you're like, oh, dog, oh, come on. See, I, I kind of liked. There's, there's a good tag team between the chicken because you get a lot of buffs off the chicken and the debuffs of the the baby crying man. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't watch that more than once. I had to skip it every time I summoned them in. <laughs> it's it uncomfortable. Um, I, I also used uh, Megami a lot. That is a great way to make money. If you haven't done the... Um, she's the little girl with the donation box. Uh, great way to make money before you finish the business thing. If you don't finish it. It's because she just sucks money out of everybody. It's really good. Um, all in all, like I made sure I used every summon I unlocked as soon as I got it. It was a notable event every time. It's, it's so good. And that, it's back to that everything is is perfect it's not like they've got a wee unique animation every summon has a fantastic like epic build up to what might end up being like 90 damage and you're like oh fuck that didn't end <laughs> yep. um, it was actually it was one of the things that got me the most was i used kiryu in the last battle against a certain person and he only done a, a slight why bit. you can say it now can I? We're in the second episode. Yeah, you can say Tendo. Okay, right. Okay, so I used Kiryu as a summon against Tendo, and he only done 90 damage. Yeah. And I was like, Kiryu could kick his ass. He could... <laughs> Why has he only done 90 damage? But, I mean, that's like the most minor of things that made me think, oh. That or do the dance from uh, Yakuza 0, and then... <laughs> 
they would be charmed for the rest of the battle. I mean, can you um, imagine a summon where you got Kiryu and Majima in in one go? It cost a million billion pounds. It doesn't but even do I any would, damage. Pay for it. It just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. They they just come in and dance and go out. Oh, oh, I forgot. Uh, I mean, this is this is a long time ago now. But uh, another new mini game was the the theater one. I loved the cinema one. It was great. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had a lot of fun with that one. Okay, yeah. Sorry. So, uh, Craig, final thoughts. Ah, uh, um, oh god. Right. So, final thoughts wise. <laughs> so Yakuza Like a Dragon might be the best Yakuza game I've ever played and when I say might it actually is the best Yakuza <laughs> game I've ever played and I think it might be one of it's the best JRPG I've ever played and it might be close to being one of my favourite games of all time oh. I say you've got so much enjoyment out of it. Like, it's super good. It's so attuned to a lot of what I like and what what kind of just speaks to me that I just I I just had so much fun with it. I I got hooked right into it and it, it the biggest thing out of all of those statements is it's the best Yakuza game because it changes the, the battle mechanics so drastically. But I think it does it well enough that I think it might be my favourite. How do you feel about no Rise app? Rise app is always going to be a contentious issue. Yeah, like every game should have Rise app. But other than Rise app, I think it might be my favourite. Yeah. In fact, I'm not going to say I think. I think it is the best Yakuza game. Okay, all right. Uh, Mike, you want to go? Very high price. Very high price. Yeah. Um, so, I think the best way to sum it up, really, is that the majority of us have PS5s, and this is going to be <laughs> the best experience I've had on a PS5 yet <laughs> with a PS4 game, <laughs> which, is, which is ridiculous, to be honest. Um, there's, there's always going to be little nitpicks, but it's just a quality product. That sounds like marketing speech. Right. <laughs> okay. um, my name I, is Michael, and this is my favorite game on the Citadel. <laughs> I've, I've spent this entire entire podcast with it behind me on the on the screen, ready to go, and I've got Premium Adventure already started. Um, I very, very rarely ever go into Premium Adventure. So this, you know, I think I think it says something if I'm willing to give Premium Adventure a shot. Um, I don't know what what I can say wrong with it, really. I mean, certain boy makes an appearance. Camaroco's in there, so you're not missing anything. Um, I genuinely prefer RPG mechanics to the the fighting before. I think it solves probably my one big problem with the series before this. Amen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the side quests are good possibly could be better but i'm not 100 percent sure on that i really uh, liked a lot of the sub stories this time i really did and a lot of them voiced there's like so much put into them they're like you know um they've they've just done everything they can like you're saying about you know lip sync and everything there's 
if I, another thing that was very slightly patchy, some of the some of the videos in it, I was thinking, is this actually a, is this in game or is this videoed itself? But I'll find out when when I get the PS5 upgrade in a, in a couple of months. Um, I'm going to play it again, that's for sure. Um, and I've raced through it. I probably haven't given it as much quality time as it deserves. So yeah, at the moment, it's a bit of a it's a bit of an anomaly with the Game of the Year awards coming up. Oh yeah. We'll have to it see. is the the, the we'll prestigious bit effect game of the year awards. Um, <laughs> yep. Okay, so I, so oh, me yeah. since oh, God, no, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All, go ahead I can wait. all I was going to say is the thing that you made me remember, Mike, was um, when you hit Camarocho in the last like one sixteenth, because I like percentages and and you know like fractions. Obviously, of, obviously, so, so in the last one sixteenth. Of the game when you hit Camarocho, at the very last minute you get to go back to New Serena, and I absolutely and utterly died just yeah, being cool. in the bar at New Serena and Earth Angel. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I was just like, it. Like, I think if I had known it was coming, I wouldn't have liked it, but because it, it just, it just popped out, and it was, it wasn't big, it wasn't anything. You couldn't do it much in there. But just being able to go in, save, and go out was just... It was ace. Who would have known that Adachi knew Date as well? That's that's a weird thing. Well, they're cops. Well, they're cops. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> he could have, he could have stood up talk for to each other. He stood up for Kiryu for long time. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way Date was just like, this is nothing compared to the shit I normally get into. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Um, Mike and Luke were the last to complete this, so me and Craig got to talk a little bit before we all got together as a group and discuss this. And we had a lot of discussions on, well, is this really that good or is it just that we played it so recently? And I've been fighting the whole, oh, the best game I've played is the one I just mm. finished, Syndrome. Um, and this is a year where I have played some absolute whoppers of rpgs i mean this is the year i played dragon quest 11 i played east 8 i played pathfinder we played final fantasy 7 remake right like this has been a whopper of a year and i think this tops them all like i never thought if you told me a month ago i would prefer to play a yakuza game than cyberpunk i would i would have laughed in your face um this game is that good. It, it's good enough for me to where I uh, told Craig this last night. Um, I'm going to replay my favorite RPG ever and see if it might dethrone it. What's your favorite it's RPG ever? It's really good. Chrono Cross. Love Chrono Cross so much. Um, it, as good as Mike and Craig and even Luke to some extent have said we can't it's not even close to how good this is um, this might be it is definitely the best RPG Sega's ever made no no contest um, and this this it's weird to play a game that might be the best of a generation and then talk about it because you don't have a hindsight mm. of like oh hey the Witcher 
is a game of a generation, but boy, it's it's starting to show some creaks, man. It, it's uh, so I'm curious to see how this is going to look in five years. But as it sits right now, it is contending with one other game for my game of the year, and I'm not sure. So we'll find out on that episode, which will be our next big benefit one. Uh, but as it sits now, yes, uh, definitely go play Yakuza. Stop playing your Animal Crossings, your Fire Emblem Three Houses, your whatever you're playing on that, and play Yakuza. It is amazing. So it's interestingly, um, I've deliberately left this to the end. So I, I wanted to see if it was just me that kind of felt the way I did. Um, so I've been reading some other reviews, and whilst the majority of them are positive, the ones that I did find that are negative all had a similar sort of theme. And it's not one that I picked upon myself, but a lot of people had a had the feeling that the old characters had been kind of almost trivialized um to make as like summons and they were just brought in for fan service and it it was kind of relying on the past too much so it's kind of cool to see like i didn't agree with that at all but it's good to hear that you guys haven't brought that up either because I'd, I'd hate for this game no to yeah this the previous this ones, if you know what i mean this screams okay guys it's a new age yeah. now these old guys are still around. I mean, like like a lot of the... Uh, it was really interesting, right? Uh, I'm sorry. We're doing this right at the end. You shouldn't have saved this <laughs> point at the end. But, <laughs> I don't want to appreciate your heads. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, Kasuga ma- mentions how different things are. And they bring up things like gender roles and all this stuff that has happened in 18 years. But all of these new guys kind of take this new world with a bit of a shrug and an all right, let's do it. Um, whereas all the old guys that are very stuck in their ways and this is how things are, are getting very, very um, outdated. Mm. They're getting obsoleted. And I, I think that was a game developer way of saying, no, guys, that era is past. This is the new stuff. And so, yeah, I kind of disagree with those game reviewers. I think they did that on purpose and it serves a point. Because, yes, you will always like Kiryu, you will always like Majima, but, well, we're ready for new stuff now. Also, you can't say you trivialize something and then say it's used for fan service. I mean, that's kind of at the opposite ends of the scale. Yeah. Anyway, no. Uh, yeah, so, I've, yeah, I've yeah probably, it's a good point you bring up. I've described it, but yeah. Um, as the last question of the show, I mean, did you guys... Are you guys ready for a new era of Yakuza where there's no real ties to old things other than fan service i'm ready for another kiryu game <laughs> oh. oh no i want i want more kasuga nope give me more kasuga man uh, give me cuttable hair but give me kasuga this feels like you know when nathan drake got retired in a very classy Ooh. way mm. this feels like kiryu has been retired in a very classy way it's just, he's retired, he's done bring on something new I like that, I like that as an ending Greg well let's just say that Sega started off the announcement of this game <laughs> by being so terrified that they, they announced the main character well in advance of possibly even the actual game itself and and I don't think they ever had anything to worry about no, yeah all right, uh, so yeah, we are ready for the next generation of heroes to punch and stab people just like the old generation of heroes. Uh, next up, we have our game of the year and a... So since this year has been a dumpster fire, 
Not the worst year ever, but a dumpster fire. Um, I th- and I th- I'm kind of springing it on these guys, but I think it would be more fun to do a game of the year and then a second episode, which I, ha- I don't want to spoil because I want a lot of gut reactions on this episode, uh, but it'll be a positive one. I don't really so want to f- do a best and a worst. It's an awful idea. <laughs> oh. Are, oh, are you looking for gut reactions? Sorry. Yeah, well, all right. So you can get a hold of us on the benefit.com. But yeah, so I'd, I'd like to have a game of the year episode and then another surprise episode, but it will be a positive one. It won't be. Uh, here's the worst of it because it's, it's well, easy. Yeah. I didn't play too many bad games this year either. Like I played a lot of the. I'll tell you what. My let's do it right now, guys. Your worst game of the year. You have two seconds. One, two, Craig, go. Watch Dogs two. Okay, one, two, Mike, go. Um, I don't remember what I played this. Uh, year. Mike, Esther one, Esther one, or something like that. I can't remember the name of it. Okay, Ether, right. Ether one. What? Are you saying Ether one? Ether one. Ether one. No, that is okay. a good game. Alright, Dear Esther, nope. which is probably the other one I'm trying to say. <laughs> Dear Esther is a bad game. I'll give okay, yeah. Luke, go. You've had more time than but they I had. Don't even, You're cheating. I'm sleep, I'm sleep deprived. I don't even remember what I did yesterday. Don't cheat! Humans don't cheat! Humans oh, Okay! Hang on. No, Craig? Hi. Craig? No. Just leave it? No. 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 I panicked. No. I panicked. Okay. No. 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 I haven't played that many bad games. No. No. Did did he just say... Nope. What, what did I say? What did I say? Did human fall flat? Did you just say human fall flat is the worst? I I, I only played it for five it's minutes. Not so that I thought, good. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not into it. But not I, I played... It's good in co-op. It's very good in co-op. Especially with a kid. Mike, you should totally play that with your kid. You will both I, be I giggling your stupid heads off. Craig raging from here. <laughs> <laughs> For me. <laughs> All right. Nope. This is it. My worst game of the year is Titan Quest, and it beats all of yours because that game is awful. All right. So, all the negativity is out. Join us next time when we do our game of the year and then a surprise episode. So, for all of us here at the Bit Effect, why did you listen this far? It was probably a mistake. You had better things to do. Uh, and good night. Gentlemen, say good night. Good night, gentlemen.